so we're back and we got another amazing question however what i'm going to do is i'm going to try and divide it into two questions the first question really was how do i get more people to buy which is an amazing question i think ultimately everyone wants to figure that out how do i get more people to buy and then of course the other question would be how do i increase my closing rate how do i increase my closing rate so let's take a look at the first one how do i get people to buy there are a number of things that we need to again consider this you'll find that there's a many in many instances i'll say there are a number of things to consider because it's never just as simple as this one so for instance the first thing we look at is how are we selling what are we selling the next is volume so let's take a look at volume first if you have a closing rate of let us say one percent which means you go to 100 people on average you'll go to 100 people and only one will buy the product or service that is the unfortunate truth of sales is you're not going to hit those 10 20 25 30 percent marks but let's just say um you're really not great and you have a one percent sales rate closing rate so what this means is if you approach 100 people only one will buy on average if i approach a thousand people 10 will buy if i approach 10,000 people 100 people will buy and if i approach a million people um i think a thousand or so whatever but you get the point only one percent of that number will buy so sales becomes a volume scheme generally it's a volume scheme the more people i can approach the more people i can get to buy but there's a bit of a trick inside because it also becomes a question of what kind of product am i selling so if you are selling a product that is used to once off then it's a bit difficult to increase um, purely based on volume for instance let's say you're buying a house you're selling houses if you're selling houses it's completely different to someone who's selling cars and it's completely different to someone who's selling food so if you're selling a house the average person is not going to sit a year in a house that they've bought they'd like to sit there for life unless things happen so they'd like to sit there for like 10 years which means you can't try and work purely on the next section you're going to go to which is trying to get the customer to keep buying from you again which is another way of doing it so you have to work on volume based on that just based on someone who's selling houses you have to work on volume that's the first one you have to put it out there you have to get in front of as many people as possible so that the right person who would be interested can see it and can then take action this is hypothetical of course so that's the first the same in cars if you can increase the volume you make more money which means you have to increase the number of people that you're calling so that's how you would make more money so again a person with a car on average if a person buys a car they intend to be with that car for like three 
five plus years, depending again on what type of cars you're selling and so on, based on your product. So you can't increase, you can't get back to the same customer every few months or every few weeks for products like that. So those products purely based on volume and understanding where your target market is, where your hotspots are and how you can get to your, your, your particular potential customer. There's a bunch of other things that can be done, but we're, we're just being vague for now because each person's situation will be different. Now, let's say you are selling something which is not expensive. So let's say you're selling food. Let's say you're selling um, a phone. Believe it or not, people can change phones within a year easily. People get mugged. They want a new phone. Um, some people don't like the phones that they have. Some people cannot treat their phones with respect, <laughs> meaning they'll damage their phones, they'll break their phones, they'll give their phones to whoever, and within a year or so, they can change phones. So, phones, food, um, usable products, so perfumes again, things that are used, it becomes better because it means you can build what is called a customer base. In other words, if, in fact, let's just use uh, my friend's example, yeah, who sells perfumes, great guy. So, selling perfumes. If he's selling good quality perfume at, again, a good price, etc., etc., then he knows how long the perfume on average can last. So he can work out on average, right? On average, um, people use perfumes and the perfume lasts for, let's say, two months or a month or three months, whatever the case. So if the perfume lasts for two months, hypothetically, then that would mean that I can sell to this guy six times a year. And so if I can sell to this guy six times a year, if I've got five customers, I can sell these five customers perfume six times a year. And so essentially what I'm doing is I'm basically saying, well, I'm selling 30 perfumes a year. Great. Number one, keeping the customer base. That's the first thing. Why? Because as you increase the volume, your volume becomes stable. In other words, what this means is you've got five people selling six perfumes a year to them too. That's 30 for perfumes. And then obviously you're going to continue knocking on doors and doing multiple other strategies. And let's say you get another five people that year. You now have 10 people for the following year. And so you're increasing your volume, but you're also keeping your customer base um, there. So it becomes better if you're generally selling something that can get reused because they're going to use it and then they're going to buy it again and they're going to use it and buy it again. Similar to food, um, if you're able to, to get your customer base correct, done correctly, it gets to the point where a person buys from a particular spot. If they want food, they'll go to that particular spot and they'll buy. Um, in our case, somehow, <laughs> Pedros had done that. And now switch back to Nando's. Um, people just like, I'm, I'm good with Petros. I'm, I've eaten enough of it. So they want a customer base. And then they position themselves in particular places and so on. 
So if you're doing a good enough job, then all you're doing is you're simply saying, how do I find more customers while retaining the current customers? It's called customer retention. There's also that as a calculation, but it's called a customer retention rate. Basically what that means, and it's a very important in business, basically what that means is, how long can I keep my customer for on average? So do, in other words, do I get a customer, then do I lose a customer, or do I gain a customer, and then the customer stays with me for 5, 10 plus years? So that's the other thing. So right now we're going to assume that you're able to retain your customer pretty well. The first thing you want to do is you want to be able to retain them. The second thing you want to do is you want to be able to increase volume. Then the next question is going to be for the next segment. How do I try and increase my closing rates? See you next time.